Hey, this is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. Tamina's gone crazy. Brother Love doesn't love Paul Heyman? In your house? Backlash? This week in wrestling? All this and more? on the new episode of Wrestling POV Podcast. He was trying to sound like a broadcaster there for a second. I tried. See, you know what? That would have been a good. Where's, where's Miguel? I mean, geez, that would have been the perfect. It would have uh, been. Sound would have been. You know? yeah, I think Miguel's been upset lately. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, you, you want me to tell you? No, I don't. I no, don't. No, I don't want. Don't, no, we don't, got we don't want to hear it. No, we don't got time. We have a whole show. We have the in your yeah, house. We have backlash. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Wrestling yeah, news do. around the world, birthdays. Oh my god. Tony's corny jokes. Of course and you know what? Those are those are killing it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I'm your host, Tony Diaz with Rick Surround the Third and Miguel Cole. Uh, you, know, you know what? Let's just go straight into the uh, Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. Um, as you just mentioned, uh, Tamina. Um, the, there was a picture of her like in a mental hospital, yeah, in an insane asylum. A little scurry, yeah. Um, uh, she she posted and said, uh, after my devastating loss at Money in the Bank and ten years of being used and abused, it has finally happened. The trepidation. Uh, hashtag SmackDown Live, SmackDown Backlash, but backlash. <laughs> I did not even write, I did not see that until just now. Uh-huh. She put a hat. Whoa, could this be a debut for her then? Yeah, yeah backlash. I mean, we don't, they don't have SmackDown Live anymore, but it's a little dated. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jesus Christ. Um, so your question was, can this version of Tamina save her career? Uh, while I load up the comments, Rick. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Can it save her career? I mean... Listen, Tamina's had. Uh, She's gone you know, through a I, few changes. She has, and you know, if anybody I can compare her to, I don't think she she's never won the title. But if I had to compare no. her to anybody, it would be to Alicia Fox. Um, okay. Uh, a warhorse, a veteran that's mm-hmm. been through it all. Um, but I don't she's- see anything more than that. You know, yeah, she's, she's definitely the, not one person to mess with. I tell you that no, much. And that's what's always been the case. She's always been the big bully, whatever. But mm-hmm. she's always on the opposite side of a win, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's hard. I mean, when she used to fly off the top rope like her her father, her dad, yeah. it was really good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But recently, if she goes off the top rope, her legs are hitting first before she even yeah. gets down. Yeah. She's not doing well, it you know, right. Doing it for so long, 
you know, it tends to, to wear down your body a lot, oh, definitely. too. So, you know, hey. you got to modify it a little bit. And funny that you mentioned Jimmy Snooker because even with Snooker, like, all the times, all the all the independent wrestling events that I'd been to and attended and wrestled for, and when Jimmy was there, it was like every single time, you know, his biggest thing was to jump off the top rope and that big ass splash as time went on it went from that to like landing knees first and then and then it went to the second rope then it went to the first rope wow you know? yeah it, it gotten that bad um and it's not like he was scared or anything his body was fragile man the yeah. guy was like in his mid 60s almost 70s and still trying to do this so he could make a dime um so maybe that's what's happening with Tamina. This could be the signs. I mean, she's uh, what, almost forty, right? Or is she is yeah, 40? she's in over forty, late thirties. Yeah. Oh, late thirties. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I think this would definitely uh, save her career. You know, to go out on this note. Yeah, I think this would work. I really do. But well, where um, do you see it going? Like, is this? I don't know. I got to see it first. <laughs> it depends. It depends. I mean, we look at Bray Wyatt. And he's like this uh, dual personality, psychotic dude. And we say this all the time, Rick. No, he should not be in this title picture because if he is, then he has to win it, right? And if he does have the belt, guess what? He has to keep the belt for a very long time. And it's not, there isn't, there isn't, obviously it happened and look what happened. (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, we haven't actually we haven't even seen Breer Wyatt in a few weeks. But either way, yeah. but I think this version of to me, it depend, like I said, depends on how they do it. Um, to me, it kind of reminds me of when her father went kind of lunaticish. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah. You know, he started growing the, 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 the mustache and the goatee and he was just like, ooh, ooh, you know, just like going a little bit nuts there. And I think. I think they might be leaning towards that. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, I, I hope not, because she got to s- stay away from the dad stuff. The thing is, for me... Well, no, no, I'm to... saying it'll it'll resemble it, because yeah. the way in the pictures, if you go on our Facebook page, you'll see uh, her hair is kind of wild. Yeah, it's like <laughs> how he had it. And, mm-hmm. and my, my take on it is, you got to give her the title. I mean, we, we, I can't, so, keep, yeah. we can't see her reinvent herself and then lose. You know, yeah. it's it's got to come to a yeah. point where Tamina's got to start putting a streak together. Granted, she got yeah. a title shot recently, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I Tamina, either you got to start putting it together, girl, or you're gonna be another Natalia, and and that's the way I'm looking at it. She's just a, another Natalia, and yeah, but I mean, day, but think about it too. This was this was just out of nowhere putting yeah. her into the title picture. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and she loses, which is honestly, and I feel bad saying this, but it was expected of her to lose. Oh, yeah. Even though, even though they made it seem like there was a good chance for her to win, like, you know, they should do. Um, But obviously, you know, we were like, yeah, no, she's going to (laughs) lose. But this... I'm digging it, to be honest. I'm looking for If it's Backlash, if she's going to debut in Backlash, that means she's either got to interfere. I mean, there's no women's championship, is there? Oh, Asuka and Oh, Naya. I, okay. But she's a SmackDown girl. She's a SmackDown and, girl. 
Um, she then the tag ba- title. Well, match. the tag. Yeah, I was gonna say the tag title, but that wouldn't make any sense. Or or she could cost Bailey and Sasha the title. She yep. could, that could happen, and, and she can um, like flip. I don't know. She can do something weird. Uh, here's some of the comments though. Shannon Bill says, <laughs> "Nope, that's that's wrong, man. Why would you say that? You know, you know she she's entitled." Uh, Romeo Anthony Cologne, he said uh, she's 42 years old. There's not much career left. Laugh out loud. That's wrong, man. Dan Johnson says yes. That's all he said. Nathan <laughs> Murs, he says I don't know. Is her finisher still going to be a super kick? <laughs> uh, listen, as if that's a bad thing. You know, let a woman have a super kick. You know how many men are doing super kicks but, on a regular? But let me tell you, that's true. That is true. But let me tell you something. And, you know, we, we did Wrestling POV Quarantine. Mm-hmm. And it was the 92 Royal Rumble. Okay. We mentioned on that show. And we also mentioned in the AWA segment part of it, too, a couple weeks ago. That back then, if you did a power slam... That was a cool finisher, and you can put somebody out with that. Yeah. So I'm a little offended that some idiot would say that. What is the group feel? A super kick? But then again, you're right, too. Everybody does a super kick. Is it believable? Eh. Uh, you look at Drew McIntyre. To me, that's a different version of a super kick. But uh-huh. it looks good, and yeah. it can definitely be a finisher. To me, I don't know what to me is. <laughs> but I... I I'm offended that this idiot said that because thinking nostalgic back then where I've seen so many finishes, a small package was a finish, a suplex, the superplex was a finish. Uh-huh. Stop with the freaking, oh, it's good. You know, these guys have it hard enough to try to come up with a, with a, with a finish and, and ah, piss me off. Matt Novak was on the quarantine episode of 1992 Royal Rumble. He says, not going to happen. That's all he says. <laughs> Matt um, said a lot of things in your, in your time, but uh, I, don't, I don't know where I was going with this. All right, so <laughs> I think this would work, Rick. I really do. Uh, I really I'm on, do I'm believe on, that. I, I'm on the fence with this one. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. The Tony yeah. Diaz line right there. See where it goes. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, <laughs> with that being said... <laughs> Uh, we got, uh, we do got more. We got, like I said, we got the hot tag news. We also got another one, but uh, which was comments about the uh, NXT in your house pay per view that we're gonna we're gonna read those comments while we're talking about the NXT uh, pay per view. So with that being said, it's time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Uh, whoa, the echo. Uh, you know what? Sometimes it's double the fun. Oh, snap. (laughs) All right. uh, Mark Henry turns 49 years old. Wow. Get it up there, Marky Mark. Get it up there. Happy birthday, my age. Full full gray beard going. I know, right? Uh, I'm getting a little uh, bit, but not much. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just (laughs) a little bit. Uh, Mick Foley turns 55 years old. Wow. 55 right. going on 75. Yeah, his, his body was shot, but he did the DDP yoga. Yeah. He did the DDP yoga. I mean, I if that. anybody needs DDP yoga, it's Mick Foley. That guy. <laughs> I know, right? The stuff he did for the business, and I, I don't think people appreciate really what Mick Foley did. And um, 
But I appreciated you, Mick Foley. All the stuff now, that you. Put I want to do through. this. And, and uh, speaking of Mick Foley, and this is—I know this is just random, but I want to put out because you just said something there. Now I'm not disagreeing with you. He had mm-hmm. done a lot for the business, but I want to know from the people too because I have an unusual memory of Mick Foley. Um, but I want to put on our Facebook, uh, not a poll, but. Uh, put it on our Facebook page. What is your fondest, you know, what's your memory of uh, Mick Foley? What's, what's one that really stuck out for you? Because he had a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, so I'm curious to know what really stood out with the people. You know, uh, just we'll post it on our Facebook. I know we normally do it during the week, but we got one right now. And we'll put it on our Facebook page. You got all week to answer. We'll, we'll uh, uh, read them off next week's show. But my, I'm going to tell you what mine is right now. This okay. is going to be a little odd, but funny. And the match is out there, so you can't see it. Now, what a lot of people, uh, uh, the true McFoley fans, know that he did a lot in New Japan. Yes. He was considered king of the death mask matches at one point, too. So go see that. That's definitely something to really watch. And I tell you, you know how he has those scars on his arms? Uh-huh. All of that is from New Japan. And you'll see how he does it. And it's like, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. Yeah. But what my fondest memory of Mick Foley was, he was still, uh, I don't want to say new uh, to the business, but he was around and uh, it was for WCW and he fought Mil Mascaris. Remember him? Yes. Mil Mascaris. And he was wrestling him. And of course, back then you knew Mil Mascaris was going to go over. But it was this one move that happened that made me think, this dude is off his rocker. <laughs> and um, Mick Foley was on the apron, you know, not on the, well, the outside of the apron, on the rope. And uh, Mill Maskers was, b- just bounced off the rope, does a drive kick to Mick Foley. And Mick Foley threw himself backwards onto the concrete, not even on padding. Jesus. He did it on the concrete. He's sick. Hard. Deranged. And everybody, and I, I don't want to say this was a defining moment for Mick Foley, but even the commentator was like, oh my God, what the hell? Lunacy, as a bro. kid, As a kid watching this, I was like, oh my God, did he really meant to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but that was my fondest memory of him because... That was the first time I saw, I saw him, yeah. and to say to myself, "Yeah, this is this guy is nuts," and it made me like the next time I would see his name on a card, I would definitely stay tuned to watch it, even though he was still new to the business. He was considered a jobber at the time. I still wanted to watch it because I wanted to see if he was going to do something crazy again. And look where his career is. So he did a lot more crazy things. Yeah, it's going to yeah, take me did. some time. To wrap my head around uh, Mick Foley's fondest memories. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do have to say I was a huge fan of Mankind. I think that was my favorite version of yeah. uh, Mick Foley. So we'll get into that next week. We'll mm-hmm. put up a, a post and we'll talk about what yeah. is your fondest Mick Foley memory. But for, for today, happy 55th birthday to Mick Foley. Um, it just so happens that Dude Love and Cactus Jack also have the same birthday. Uh, mankind wild. as well, yeah. So it's wild. just a, it's a little bizarre. And they're um, not even related. 
No, not not even. And they were all in the Royal Rumble that one year. Uh, I thought I one remember. of them was gonna win it, but uh, didn't happen yeah. that way. I thought With it was being... gonna come. I thought I thought it was gonna come down to like dude love and mankind. To be honest, that would have been that would have been something to see. Imagine that <laughs> in the ring all together. Uh, with that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Nikki Bella is having a baby boy. Really? Yeah. They had the oh, gender snap. reveal. Oh, um, snap. So they're having a boy. Nice. Wow. Um, I wonder if they're going to name it John. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice that they can't get away? People cannot get away from John Cena. Whenever no. they mention Nikki Bella, yeah. John Cena's name is shortly right thereafter. Or in any of the comment sections, it's yeah. John Cena's faces. Yeah. Yeah. Now so. let me ask you a question, Rick. This is this is this is to me this was funny though. You know how they always say about oh, oh, I want my WrestleMania moment. I want my WrestleMania moment, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Owens had his WrestleMania moment by jumping off of that, the scaffolding or whatever that was. And there was, there's been many WrestleMania moments. Nikki Bella, her WrestleMania moment was when John proposed to her. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the ring. So is that still <laughs> her WrestleMania moment? That's because she did. Oh, let me tell Come on. Come on, Rick. She really didn't have any in Russell. No. In any WrestleManias. This no was a, her WrestleMania moment. It's you think she would still say that now? I don't I think mean, so. I mean, I mean you have to because <laughs> if you look at it honestly, Macho Man and Elizabeth, they 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 showed their stuff. They still show them the the match made in heaven and right. the, all that stuff. I mean, they right. got divorced and all that stuff. So I can see yeah. Nikki still going with it. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, Nikki Bella and John Cena are going to be joined at the hip for the rest of their lives because that's what they yeah. did. They they, yeah. they went out. They made a spectacle of the whole thing. John, you want to do that? That's what happens. It was a cool rivalry with Nikki Bella and, and John Cena versus Maurice and Miz. That was interesting. It went a it long was. way. It was. Um, I'm not going to take that away from you, but... Uh, for me, you can't. I don't know. She never really. For me, she never had anything memorable other than that. Yeah, I mean so that's it. She cannot go out and not talk about it. WWE <laughs> Hall of Famers, the Bella Twins. <sighs> don't remind me. Speaking of WWE Hall of Famers, Billy Gunn not allowed to use the name Gunn, Gunn on yeah. AEW. Yeah, because WWE is blocking them. Yep. And uh, I have to say, that's kind of dirty. I mean, I understand WWE's end on it all. But for somebody like Billy Gunn, who's put his all into his career with WWE, you would think they would give him this pass. But but his kids are going. They're being uh, petty. Their, their names are Gunn. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going by Gunn. So the way that AEW's going around it is they're saying Billy and Billy. Austin Gunn. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so as long as they use that that way, they're fine. But they cannot put the words Billy Gunn next to each other. Unreal. I mean, what Unreal. would you do? You're WWE. Do you let him pass, given the resume that Billy yeah. Gunn has? Yeah, and and plus, think about it too. That year of the Hall of Fame, they still put him in the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah. While he was with AEW, you know, yep. AEW, I think was either just starting or they had a couple yeah, matches yeah, yeah. already. So, I mean, come on, it, they, why wouldn't you do that? If you're going to put him in the hall of fame, give him the damn name. What's yeah. the big deal? Seriously. What is the big deal? Sometimes, and that's the thing I hate about WWE sometimes, you know, they can be dicks about shit yeah, like that. It's very, like, very petty. And especially if you came up with the damn name for yourself. But yep. a lot of wrestlers are being smart. You know, They have the name, and they're sign- having the rights to that name. They're putting the uh, the, the, the thingy for the, yeah. The, yeah. to own the rights to their own name. The only thing they can't do, from what I'm understanding, is that if it's a uh, uh, like your natural born name, they can't take yeah. that from you. I mean, that's why I go by Rick Reynolds the Third. <laughs> so when people tell me that, no oh, sense. oh, I came up with that name, you believe that? I, oh, really? An indie guy, an indie wrestler, was like he came up with my name, and I said no. My mom and dad came up with that. Wait a name. minute! Wait a minute! Whoa! 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 You mean to tell me that? Another wrestler went up yep. to you and said that yep. he came up with your name. Yeah, he said he came up with the whole agent and Rick Serrano the third. I'm like, dude, that's my fucking name. Oh my god. <laughs> People are ridiculous, man. Any and the thing is, I was trained by Tony Diaz to know and pin, pinpoint these motherfuckers out there in yeah. the wrestling world that will try to take advantage of a True. young, beautiful man like me. <laughs> Speaking of beautiful men, John Cena donates $1 million to the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement. I think that was an amazing thing. He also uh, donated, we don't know for fact, but he donated $40,000 to Shad Gaspar. Um, I, I believe it was him as well. Well, because um, but there John was C- that team. Um, yeah, it was, was it? a um, C-, C Nation crime time, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's what they. Come that's on. the name he put up. Yeah, yeah. The guy, listen, say what you will about John Cena, and we've all bashed John Cena once or twice or three times a or a lot. million times. But at the end of the day, the guy has a heart of gold. He's shown it with all of the the the, the, the Make a Wish Foundation stuff he's done. He's shown it with his donations. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we give him crap, but at the end of the day, the guy has a heart of gold, and he does what's right. You know, he's always been on the right side of the tracks. You know, it's true. Uh, unlike Hulk Hogan, who at one point we all thought it was John Cena. No, John Cena is John Cena. He's not the other yeah. Hulk Hogan because he, uh, to me, he's a better man than Hulk Hogan. And, uh, that's all I got with the news for this week. All right, so straight on to the rumors. WWE could be could have more new-looking titles coming soon. Um, they're also mentioning a larger NXT championship and a redesigned U.S. title, which I'm okay. honestly looking forward to because I don't like that title for me. There's something about it that I don't like. It's not about the American flag either, so don't get it twisted. <laughs> Seriously, because that some people say, "Oh, but it's America." Shut up! I'd serve for this damn country. Shut up! But no, it's just something about that title. I, I don't. Maybe it's because it's too small. Yeah, I, I think it. I think that's exactly what it is. It looks like a toy. 
I honestly okay, yeah, really yeah. I like the design. I always like the, the American flag logo mm -hmm. on it and everything. I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, make it a little bit bigger and uh make it definitely down. needs to be bigger because you look at that IC title, definitely yeah. bigger than the old school IC title. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it, it might be that. I think it is that. I think it's because it does look like a toy. Yeah. Um, and it is small. Like every time Andrade, you, you put it over his shoulder, I was just like, "Damn, that thing is tiny." Yeah. So small. So small. I mean, I mean, it's no TNT title. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! When I saw it, and we'll get into it later. When I saw um, Cody and Jack Swagger hold it, uh, Jack, Jake Hager hold it at mm -hmm. one point, I was just like. This doesn't look right. It's it's no, terrible. No. It's really bad. But, but you know what's funny is that AEW fanboys are awfully quiet now. Yeah. Ever you can't defend that. You can't, well, because when there was, because the, their defense when that title first came out was, well, it's not finished yet. Come on, guys. Give them a break. It's not finished yet. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. And then now that Cody says, well, no, I'm going to keep it. That's what they give me. I like it. I'm going to keep it. No, we said this last week. You're full yep. of shit, Cody. That's yep. what you want. <laughs> that's what you, you guys like made. It. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. and But that's why I'm saying, like, all the AEW fanboys have been awfully quiet ever yep. since he said that. They can't. What, what can you fit? What, what is there to defend? Not a damn thing. Nope. Not a damn thing. Anywho. But no, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm, I'm interested to see. Uh, the U.S. title. I'm interested to see the NXT title too. Because but did they just that? remake it? They did that. It's and weird. The they're gonna do that. Yeah. Well, they did that when Oscar was there. Yeah. So how long ago was that? Like three, four years ago, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, about, no, no. We've been I, doing the show four years. Uh, I say two years. years ago. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm still looking forward to it because even that title for me is tiny. They had the type, the big x one that one yep. was huge but it looked funky to me that putting yeah. an x on it it's, no it's corny uh but it was big then they shrunk it down to make it look more of a title it looks so much similar than to the women's and it's kind of like okay well kind of want to make them different but anywho i'm but i'm still looking forward to that um but what other uh title uh would the cruiserweight be changed it looked no, like it changed they, anyway, the strap. Yeah, they just recently changed it to the black strap. Black? Yeah, which, which yeah, I like. I, I dig it, looks, it. I like it a lot better than the yeah. purple. Yeah. Um, what other titles out there? That's it. 24-7, right? you got to get, get <laughs> rid of it. <laughs> I want to know. I want to see the person that bought it. Who bought one on WWE shop and bought the 24-7 title? There's a lot of people that bought that belt. That and did ridiculous. you see how much for that belt? Probably, what oh, is it, $300, $400? Yeah, almost $400. Jesus Christmas. Yeah. People, man. And people donate, were buying that. Buy a fucking shirt. <laughs> Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Why are you buying 24-7 titles when you can buy, with that much money, you can buy about 400 shirts? $19.99 plus shipping handling. ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. <laughs> buy a shirt today. Help. Come on. True. It's true. And finally, in the rumors, a source, one of my sources said that uh, 70%, <laughs> you guys are going to get a crack out of this, but 70% of the WWE roster 
uses marijuana. Jesus. Seventy <laughs> percent. And you know what? I, listen, I'm a straight edge guy myself. I don't I don't touch the wacky tobacco. But I hear it does have its uh, uses, you know, especially for people in the wrestling business who put their bodies on the line on a yeah. regular basis. So I'd rather have them smoking the wacky tobacco than popping than taking pills. pills. Yeah, yeah. I, and I agree with that. Matt so, Morgan, uh, yeah. he he was a big uh, pill user, and uh, yeah. he was an addict, and he 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 admits that, and uh, he's reco- he's been I don't know how long he's been in recovery for, but um, he talks about it, and uh, but uh, yeah, but you're right, you're absolutely right. I wouldn't. I'm on it. But that's for my PTSD. So, <laughs> but it does help with pain. Yeah. yeah. Because the, when uh, when they were first um, prescribing me the wacky tobacco, uh, they saw that I also with my knees. My knees were bad, or are bad, and they did say, "Hey, you get knee pain. Just take a little bit of it, and you sh- it should be good." And it does. It does. I have to stay home the rest of the day because I it, <laughs> it makes me feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like to be out in public while I'm under the influence, but it does help. It really does. Uh, why? But I mean, wasn't somebody like was it Samoa Joe or somebody else? Weren't they uh, uh, suspended because they tested positive for marijuana? Probably. We, we reported. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was definitely um yeah um yeah, yeah um, good research there, Rick. Yeah. But it was. <laughs> But I honestly, I think the seventy percent they're talking about is Matt Riddle, anyways. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. With that being bruh. said, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that being said, it is time for the uh, injury, Rick. Well, no injuries to report this week. Um, really? So buy a goddamn shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> yeah, really slash wrestling POV. Yeah. Today, today, whenever we have nothing to talk about, you're gonna be hearing. Pro wrestling That's right. There you go. All right, so now on to the face, uh, Facebook, Jesus. The uh, hot tag hot news. Hot tag news. Paul Heyman has been re- removed as executive director of Raw. Bruce Pritchard will now oversee both Raw and SmackDown. Heyman will consider, will con- excuse me, will concentrate on his role as an in-ring performer. It is being said that Vince McMahon was very upset and frustrated with Raw. What is your POV on Heyman being removed, Rick? Ooh. I hate you. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard, brother love, taking over Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm upset about this because Paul Heyman was giving the younger talent a push. Um, and, notice how yeah. we haven't seen Ricochet or Cedric Alexander nope. for quite some time. Bianca um, Blair. Bianca Belair, we, we the, Apollo the two, gets a title shot, you know. The, uh, the, the two guys that were MVP. Yeah, like, what happened with them? It's just there's a lot of people that haven't been on, but and it's just frustrating because we get MVP every week. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see him on my TV. He talks like this, and he's trying so hard, <laughs> and it's just like you're a skinny version of Taz. That's what yeah. I'm getting from MVP. Yeah. Um, and, and he's not that skinny. Um, no. But Paul Heyman was doing the right thing. You know, Raw yes. has been winning since WrestleMania. We've had mm-hmm. our, our little tracker of Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Raw's currently ahead. 
and because yeah. Paul Heyman's been doing the right thing. SmackDown was falling, you know, and it's mm-hmm. barely getting wins um, since last year. Yeah. And it's 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 obvious that Paul Heyman is doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. it's just obvious that Vince McMahon just doesn't like Paul Heyman. He well, it's not that he didn't doesn't like Paul Heyman. It's it's the fact that he is very impatient. What Vince yes. has to understand and realize, and I know he's listening to the show, but what he has to understand oh, and shit, realize he knows. is <laughs> is that it takes time. You you're constantly pushing the same people all the time. And I get on AEW for that. I'll get on WWE for that too. But when you're constantly pushing the same people over and over, it gets bland after a while. Mm-hmm. You want to create different storylines. You want to create more talent to to express themselves creatively. But you don't want to do that because you're in because you see the the, the decline in ratings. Let me explain something to you, Mr. McMahon, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. We're in a time right now where COVID is really affecting everybody's ratings. This week, I I wish that, you know, I'm going to start printing out the ratings for the week. But this week, the ratings for all four shows were terrible. Yep. It was bad. Total Bellas beat out NXT and AEW. Total be- yeah, Total Bellas. Oh, anywho. But what Vin- Vince needs patience. Vin- you know, I'll- He needs to hear himself talk sometimes. Because the whole stint with Matt Hardy, and I know, Rick, you didn't like it, but at the time it was the hot thing with the whole delete, delete, delete. And when they did that uh, storyline with Bray, Vince said, well, looks like I'm out of touch with reality. Really, Vince? <laughs> really? For what real? made you think of that? He he has this attitude where he says, and he's, he has been known to say this, I'll tell the people what they're going to like. No, you're not. No, you're not, dude. Just like Cody. I say it about him, too. Dude, I don't want to see you on TV every week. Pushing yourself. You're pushing yourself. Vince, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to like. Everybody sure. got pissed off because he was pushing Roman Reigns. Come on. I mean, who's Everybody... out there pushing Randy Orton versus Edge as the greatest wrestling exactly. match of all time? You know, he I know. We... Nostal- he constantly Are you kidding me? nostalgic all the time. And we're Who supposed is really? To... Yeah, who's really looking forward to this match and saying, this is going to be the great? No! No freaking way. And it, it was already recorded. Yeah. And, and the recorded. sad thing is, this is the sad thing. You talk about the greatest wrestling match of all time between Edge and Randy Orton when you just had Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. On SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're going to – how and, you're, and, you're out of touch putting that match on before that. Well, you should have saved that. SmackDown. Yeah. That should have been on the pay-per-view. Yep, for sure. But but from what I heard was that it, Vince didn't want it to take away from that match with Orton and Edge. Of course not. That's why. And it's like, no, again, I'm going to throw this out there again. We just did a video, uh, a show, uh, Wrestling POV Quarantine, and we just talked about the 1992 Royal Rumble. And a majority of us said, 
every match on that card was good, even though there was five matches. Yep. And it was only two and a half hours. Yep. The matches were still good. I think the lowest rated match I had was like a two and a half. And I yep. think that was the Road Warriors versus um, uh, Natural uh, Typhoon, the Natural Disasters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, oh, Question you don't like them no more? <laughs> I love them. Greatest tag team but, ever. You, you, so it's like it's not it's okay to have a full nothing's it and here's the thing back in the day these guys would challenge themselves we're gonna have a you know if it was me against you rick we're gonna have a damn good match and then if, let's just say if it was tj versus elio they would look at a uh, damn that was a good match we're gonna have to beat that yeah you it's, know what yeah. let's go and that's fine that is fine you cannot tell me that this bullshit with Edge and, and Orton, part two, and labeling it the greatest match of all time, that we're going to... No, I'm sorry. The, first and, of all, the storyline for it is god-awful. Oh, it's trash. Because they, they only advertised it, what? Or not advertised it, but I think Edge and Orton only been on, what, twice? Yep. So how is that a build-up? How is that a build? I mean, How is on. not oh, putting Orton? Like, you dropped the ball by not having Orton in the ring showing wrestling moves. Yeah. You know, have him fight a jobber and show you why he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Like, yeah. the, the story is there. If you want to write the story, you have the pen and paper. Friggin' mm -hmm. write it down. But yeah. you guys, instead of doing these crap, oh my god, crappy, cringy promos between mm -hmm. Orton and Edge. And they were bad. And again, this is Vince's way of thinking. Well, this is they, the, the I'm gonna the people's gonna like what I'm putting out. We don't, because I'm not looking forward to this match. And you know what? I'm, I'm not, not else. I'm not looking forward to Paul Heyman being back with Brock Lesnar. Let yeah. Paul be in the back. Listen, yeah. a, a, as much as I complain about Paul Heyman being out there with Brock, the guy knows wrestling. You know, sometimes things grow stale, and sometimes you need to reinvent yourself. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just have this mastermind. He's been doing this for decades. Yeah. I understand Vince has been doing yeah. it too for decades, but Vince is stuck in the 90s. He, he's stuck, and he can't get out of his rut. And and it, like I said, he... he and it, it, You know what it is? It just popped in my head, right? You know what it is? What is it? Is that he got spoiled... By doing these Saudi shows. Yes. Because the, think about it. Every time he does those Saudi shows, he's got to have nostalgic talent showing up. Uh, uh, yep. Nostalgic matches. For Christ's sake, I've said this before. The prince over there thought that Yokozuna was still alive and wanted him on the show. Ridiculous. So what does Vince do? He gets not even a lookalike. Not even a lookalike. So it's like, of course he's going to. That's your taste, Vince. That doesn't mean it's our taste. Now, I'm all for nostalgia. I really am. Of course. But come on, man. There's other good talent out there. There is. Push them. You don't know unless you put them out there. And you I can't mean, be greedy and say and sign all these people and then not put them on TV. How I much mean, sense I, does that make? I'm one of the biggest Bret Hart fans of all time. I don't mm -hmm. want to see Bret in a ring ever again. I don't want to see him on a microphone. I don't want to hear him talking about wrestling in a wrestling ring. There's right. no reason for him to be there. Nope. Nope. You know, it's one of those things where you have to leave the past in the past and enjoy for what it was. When I look at 1992, the Royal Rumble, 
I, I loved it. It's amazing. Very mm -hmm. nostalgic. But do I want to see that in today's wrestling world? No, because we evolved. We're yeah. totally different at what but we not, do. But but not just that. The one thing, you know, and I know we brought <laughs> bringing up the 92 Royal Rumble a lot. The one thing that we did say is that in the Royal Rumble match was what? We couldn't believe all these legends that were in that match. Yeah, 16 so Hall of Famers. That, so what, what the, how many? 16. So what does that tell you? That you were developing these guys to be top stars and at any given moment obviously you know a lot of our picks were either hogan to win it flair to win it to justice because he was hot at macho the time. man yeah macho man jake the snake was one of them roddy piper was another one you you look at the royal rumble now no offense to title everybody so real, knew drew mcintyre was winning everybody knew drew mcintyre exactly you, no offense to Titus O'Neil, but if he was in this Royal Rumble, nah, he's not going to win. No. It would have been shocking to see him win, and it would have been different. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. But then, of course, people would still complain. But either way, it's either near or there. But what I'm trying to say is that the 92 Royal Rumble, even back then, before we knew a lot of these guys were going to be legends and Hall of Famers, that it was still, you were still not sure who would win this Royal Rumble? Now, Royal Rumble now, it's like, well, no, we know who's going to win. Yeah. It's, it's either three three or four people at most that will win this Royal Rumble. You got the Lucha House Party. You really going to tell me they're going to win the Royal Rumble? No, they're not. But they put them in there, though. For what? Ugh. Terrible. And, that, and, and that's just part of this whole thing. It's, it's Vince at this point. And, mm -hmm. and you have to call a spade a spade. That's what it is. Yeah. What it is. Paul Heyman is. needs this job. Give it to Pritchard. You know why I don't like Pritchard, and we haven't mentioned much about Pritchard, mm -hmm. is that he is Vince's lackey. Exactly. He's always been there. He's yeah. going to go to Vince, and Vince is going to say, I want you to do this. Yeah. And he's going to be like, I love you, <laughs> Vince. All righty, Vince. You got it. Yeah. He did cut a promo for us, though. He did. He did. He got, and, and, well, for the know, global guys. Yeah, and you just yeah. got to say, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, so Bruce. So we do appreciate it, but I uh, I don't know, Rick. I, I think this was a bad move overall. I think, it was. overall I think this it was, was bad. a bad move because oh, bad. Paul Heyman was more about, and he's, Paul Heyman said to Vince, too, this is going to take about 18 months for me to do. You know that, right? And then, yeah, go for it. Go ahead. So let, let the man do his job. He's not doing a bad job. No. That whole angle. Remember when um, Lashley and who's uh, who's the, they went through the Titan Tron? Who was it? Was that Joe? Was it no. Joe? No, no, no. Rusev, maybe. Rusev, yes. Was it Rusev? Yeah. And that happened. We knew the Heyman era begun. Yep. <laughs> the Heyman era begun, and it that was a big change from that to the week prior to Raw. Huge, and you saw that you knew this had Paul Heyman's writing all over. Now, sure. we'll see. We'll see if I, I get on AEW, and, and like I said, I'm, I'll get on WWE too if they keep showing the same people over and over and over again. Uh, Josh Sanders, he says, give it a couple of episodes, it will change again. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> might be right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No. 
Matt Novak. He said Heyman was developing the younger talent like Ricochet, and if rumors are to believe uh, are to be believed, Vince kept cutting his ideas dead. Whatever the reason for it, cons- constant creative personal changes doesn't phony a good picture of a, a happy company. He's right. He's right. And, and he said a lot. Thank you, Matt. He did say a lot. Just two words. Yeah. And uh, that's okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> what What does Miguel have against Matt Novak? I think it's because I love Matt Novak. And, and, oh. and, I, I, and I've never said that to Miguel. And oh, okay. it's just one of those things, you know? I mean, Matt Novak invited me. Okay. Matt Novak invited me to his house. He said I could eat anything out of his fridge, too. So maybe really? I'll go over there and I'll be Miguel Cole over there. Oh, go to hell. Yeah, you, I pay gotta, for stuff with my you money. Gotta, <laughs> you got to beat the, his kids at it first, though. That's true. He's got All 16 of them. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Final thoughts on this, Rick. Uh, honestly, if I'm Paul Heyman, I know you're making a lot of money, Paul. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to hate what I'm about to say, Tony. Yeah, I know. He should go to A. No, he should not go to AEW. But and and honestly, I think this would be a great move for Paul Heyman. Go to Impact. Could be. I think if he was to go to Impact, I think he can really do something with that company. He because could, yeah. The people that have worked for Impact, and I and I keep mentioning this. Listen, between the 1992 Royal Rumble and 2005-2006 era of TNA. It's one of the top times of wrestling. I really enjoyed that time. And I think if Paul Heyman wants to go over there, he can really do something special with the guys that they have in that roster. Um, right. Because right now, what 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 thing is, what does Impact have to lose? Oh, throw, the, throw the bank at, at Paul Heyman. Give him what he wants. Double what mm-hmm. he's getting paid at, at WWE. And he can bring you great shows for cheap talent. Yeah, and, and that's that's my take on it. You know. Well, think about it too. Look what he did for ECW. Of course. ECW had loads of talent, loads of talent, and and a lot of different storylines that you were really invested in. Yep. And he was doing it for WWE too because, sorry to say, Vince does the same storyline with the same people and trying to bring back legends. Now, granted, it is good to see the legends. So I'm not you know, discrediting them at all. It is good to see them once in a while, but this right here, Edge signed a contract for what, two years? Something like that? Three years. Three, Three years. years. And, you know, multiple appearances, not a lot. Uh so what's that tell you? It, it was it was okay to say it was a huge surprise at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It was. But uh, how this happened for me was it's no, I don't like it. No, uh, not looking good. Bruce Pritchard, what exactly what you said is that he is Vince's yes guy, and I don't see him really making any changes because until they start performing in front of a crowd, that's when we're really gonna see. And and I'm sorry, I don't think Paul Heyman get really got that chance. I really yeah. don't. Uh, with this whole COVID happening and and them them performing without a crowd and it's slowly getting to it and from what I'm hearing is that the crowd is gonna be coming back soon, like very soon, like within a month soon. Uh, 
you, you got to give the guy a chance. You're not, you're, and I say this too before, you're a billion dollar company. Yep. Billion. Don't tell me you're loot. Come on, man. That's just being greedy. If I had a billion dollars and I owned the WWE like that, I'd be like, come on, let's keep, let's just keep working at it. Let's just keep working at it. Okay. How much time do you need? 18 months. Okay. I'll give you 18 months. I'll give you, I'm not going to, uh, well, it goes to show what type of people. Oh, my God. Would you do that, Rick? Seriously. I, I, I mean, listen, man. Or would you give Paul Heyman a chance? I mean, of course. But I'm also not making a billion dollars. I'm just saying. But if I was, shoes. first of all, if, if I was a billionaire. Shoes, you're a billionaire. You own a billion-dollar company. And all this COVID stuff happened. You just bankrupt the XFL. What would you do? Seriously. What would you do honestly, in that situation? Honestly, yeah. if I was yeah. in Vince's situation and it's my company, I'm going to fucking burn it to the ground. <laughs> I'm going to be the captain of the ship. I'm going down. It'll blaze a glory. And that's just who I am. So I can listen, as much as we shit on Vince, it's his fucking company. We, yeah. we can only say so much. And, and honestly, Vince, if you're listening, which we know he you does. are. He does. He does. Um, Give Paul a chance, and, mm -hmm. and that's it. Just give Paul a chance. But at the end of the day, if I was Vince, it's my fucking company. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, so if any of you guys out there have any hot tag news that you want us to talk about, drop a line on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll talk about it. We'll post it on there, too, and we'll share it, and, and other people will comment on it. Uh, just have thick skin and be prepared to uh get insulted <laughs> i'm kidding no just do it all right anyway uh let's get into the nxt in your house pay-per-view yes uh, overall not bad of a show you it know, was a really good show i was pleasantly surprised honestly i didn't know what to expect mm. with this whole in your house thing i love the setup i love the yeah. way it looked it was really nice um todd pettingale being there was amazing pettingale. Loved him. Um, you, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, Tony Tanani. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. I, I thought it was a great show. You know, I, you know what? I'm going to take that back. It wasn't great. It was a good show. I'm going to leave it at that because it was were, above average for me. For me, it was about, it was 50-50. In fact, for in your house, I have it at a two and a half stars overall. The overall? Um, yeah. Um, for me, the highest point for me was Balor and Priest. I mm -hmm. really, really enjoyed that match. Even though Priest lost, and we <sighs> we did say he needed he this needed, win. Yeah. But I like the direction they're going in with it. Um, right. And the fact of the, the respect aspect of it the whole thing with uh yeah. finn and, and priest and now priest mm -hmm. is starting to look like a baby face it looks like he's transitioning um, to yeah after what happened on nxt yeah yeah um yeah. cole versus dream gave that a three i thought it was really impressive the way they shot it i thought uh the whole thing was really special for me i really i'm really digging these uh matches where they're filming and they, yeah. they're giving it this artistic kind mm -hmm. of viewing it was yeah. really, really special. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, and Karrion Cross defeating Ciampa, I gave that a three. Um, even though Ciampa barely had any offense, and we could, we did say and that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm 100 percent fine with it. 
I really did want a back and forth match because it had a potential to be a mm-hmm. match of the year candidate. But I understand what they're doing with Karrion Cross better than what they did with Lance Archer. You know, oh, God. this is the total opposite better. of what you need to do. Ten um, times better. Low points for me. Uh, Keith Lee versus Gargano. I gave that a one and a half. I was not wow. impressed by this match. I, the size differential, I wasn't going for it. Uh, there were some sloppy moments in this match. I feel like there were. Keith Lee was. Listen, we know Keith Lee can move for a big guy, but it just wasn't. The chemistry wasn't there with him and Gargano. Yeah, but, I, I, but not uh, only that, they they keep once they see Keith Lee do something. They keep repeating it and doing it yeah. over and over, like that running thing where he just bulldog those you yeah. over. When he first did that to Adam Cole, that was that that was like yeah. holy, that was a holy shit moment. But yeah. then they, ever since then, he's done it like six times. It's like yeah, well, on, that's man. like with the Braun Strowman with the Braun Express. Yeah, that stupid. one time he did it was so great, and then it was yeah. just like now we're gonna fucking wind yeah. up the cowboy <laughs> and fucking run. Around. Shut up, stop. And yeah, also, you know what? I I wish. Uh, Tegan Knox, uh, Yim, and Blackheart that defeated uh, Dakota Kai, uh, Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and LeRae. I wish we would have had a little bit more from that match. There was a lot of sloppy moments. Um, there were. Rodriguez is a little green. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there's so and, and, big girl. And I, yes, I want to say this though about Tegan Knox. Why is she doing a choke slam? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I hear. Uh, I hear. Io Shirai and Charlotte and Ripley—they did a great, great job. Um, I gave it a two and a half. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I wish I. I don't know. I, I think they could have done a better job, especially with Charlotte in there. Uh, and Io Shirai winning though—definitely mm-hmm. shocking. Did not oh, yeah. see that coming. But yeah. overall, it was for me. It was a two and a half show. Um, but the highs were really high, and the lows were kind of low. But the it was a it was a good show. Overall, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, uh, for me, I had nothing less than a two in this pay per view. And like I said, this was a really above average pay per view. The lowest I did have it was a two, and I gave it to Miyun Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackout versus Larray Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, not Rodriguez. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, that was the lowest I had, and that was a two. The highest I had was the NXT Women's Championship uh, between Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. I gave it a four. That's how much wow. I liked it. Yeah. Um, and you're right, though. The Adam Cole, I actually, that was an, uh, an average match for me, even though I did like the whole theoretical stuff, and it was pretty cool. I, I gave it a two and a half. Gargano and um, uh, Keith Lee, I gave it a two and a half. Finn Baylor, Finn Baylor, Finn, <laughs> Finn Baylor, and Damian Priest. I gave that one to three. You're right. That was a really, really good match. The match with Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross. I gave that a three and a half. Everything they did in this match was exactly how it should have been. I think, honestly, I think Ciampa got a little bit too much offense in this for Karrion Cross. My thing, if they if they're making Karrion Cross look creepy and scary. Even though Scarlet is already there, but I think what would have been more scarier is if Scarlet had those really the all black contacts. Okay. Boy, you yeah. want to talk about a power couple? This would be it. Karen Cross is a big, big man. And let me tell you something. He posted a video years ago, and I think he was with TNA at the time. Um, 
he took like two cinder blocks and there was no editing in this at all. They showed him like they followed him. He was just talking and the camera was behind him. He was just walking. He found like a broken cinder block. It was pretty big. It was about about 12 inches or so. Um, found two slates of them. And uh, he put them up uh, on a tree. And he uh-huh. tied like a rope around it. And he was kicking it, breaking that shit with his shins. Jesus. Now, apparently, he went to Hoist Gracie's uh, academy. Apparently. Wow. I don't know how much of that is true. But he had the jacket on. The Hoist Gracie Academy jacket. And normally you wouldn't wear that unless you went to that academy. Of course, so yeah. He's probably he's legit badass. But watching him break those cinder blocks with his shins, Rick, I'm telling you, he broke it, broke both of them. And and it, you know how like with the cinder blocks, I mean, I know people at home can't see me, but you know how they have that little tip right there at the yeah. end. Uh-huh. Well, he hit that part. Ooh, yes. No blood, no nothing came out. And th- like I said, this wasn't like photoshopped or nothing like that to make him look bad. At- this was legit. This yeah. was his, uh, his own filming, I guess. But anyway, they get, really got something going good with Karrion Cross. And like you said, 10 times better build, 10 times better uh, debut than Lance Archer. And I like Lance Archer. He's a of big course. dude. Yeah. AEW just ruined it. And what NXT did, we'll talk about it later, was even better. But anyway, but I gave it a three and a half. Todd Pettengill, that was awesome because he was trying to tell people to to call (laughs) (laughs) 1-900. And he was like, wait a minute, we don't do that anymore? So that was pretty cool. Overall, like I said, it was was an above average pay-per-view i gave it a 2.92 wow really really good now now let me just throw this at at throw it out there double or nothing or in your house in your house in In your your house house, right sure for sure um yeah yeah i wish i remember i think i graded it i'm not sure i don't remember uh no for me it was just like you say what you will about the ratings people for mm-hmm. me, NXT is the superior show. I'm it's, sorry. But but it, it's hard, Rick. It's hard to convince the AEW fanboys, though. I want, listen, I want AEW to be great. Oh, I do, too. You I know, do, too. It, I think we all do. But you got to call It's funny because you say that because I say it all the time, too. You got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. You got to call a spade. Don't be, you know, don't be impartial or be impartial. One of those yeah, two. Something like that. <laughs> You know, us as a, you know, to entertain you guys, we got to call us down the middle. We can't favor one more than the other. If it and was I bad, do have you to say, gotta say it's bad. Go ahead. I do have to say this about AEW. AEW, if it wasn't for AEW, NXT wouldn't be as good as it is right now. True. Because let me let let's be real. It's NXT is getting pressure from AEW. Losing yeah. in the ratings every week is forcing them to give mm-hmm. us the best. Of I don't the best. think I don't think AEW beat them in this week's ratings though. I'm pretty sure they did, and well, they. I, I thought I could have sworn that they didn't. I heard oh, that they. Well, didn't. they lost yeah. to the Total Bellas anyway, so. That's true. That is true. <laughs> but my thing is, you think Charlotte would have been there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you think Charlotte would have been Balor? there? If they, Finn Balor, come on, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. done that unless they they felt all right. We got to do something, and mm-hmm. you know what? They're doing something right. In your house was a great show, mm-hmm. so. Um, it was a really really good show, and uh, like you said, it just. For you guys that are out there, and, and you know, you know, you hear me t- 
talk about AEW fanboys, it's because it's true. You know, if it's a bad match, call it a bad match. If it was good, say it was good. But at the end of the day, exactly what you just said, Rick, is that we want everyone to be successful. Why? Because it's still pro wrestling. It's still considered pro wrestling. It's the biggest men's soap opera of all time. And we use this platform to get away with all the bullshit that that's out there in the world. And, and yeah. this is our getaway and, and to bash one or the other, but we have to call it a spade a spade. We do. We do. The bottom line is, is that's what happens. And we got to be fair and impartial. That was the word anyways. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to take a quick pause. When we come back, we still got this week in wrestling and we also have, the Backlash pay-per-view. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Hi, uh, I'm WWE Superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling POV Podcast is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Get yourself a shirt, a bag, a hat, or any of those things. And support your local indie wrestlers today by going to CollarandElbowBrand.com using promo code WPOV. Also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and buy a WrestlingPOV podcast shirt today. We have four different shirts with some of our great catchphrases that you don't want to miss out on. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Buy a shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. That helps us run shows like WrestlingPOV Podcast, WrestlingPOV Global, and MMA POV. Please, ladies and gentlemen, we need your support. Use your money to help us. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Shoot. <laughs> and and before we get continue, I, I hear well, actually not I heard from a source that I can't mention, Tony Diaz, that uh somebody out there is doing something that we like to do, and uh Miguel has something to say about it. Yes. So my message is to Raven. You have a question all the time. Right? Who who wants to walk with Raven? Quote the Raven nevermore. Uh, excuse me? You have a puppet now? This is what you're doing, Raven? The mm -hmm. Raven effect? You have a puppet? As if we haven't had a puppet in Rick Serrano the third for four years? What? I'm the puppet? <laughs> of course. Who, who, who else do you think is the puppet? Y you? Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Mr. Rick, I am not a puppet. I am an action figure. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, Raven, Lord. you've been warned. Miguel is mad at you. And well, uh, But it's not only that. Uh, Vince Vince uh, Russo, he has a puppet now, too. But the it's thing like... is, Vince, Vince Russo's been through enough. You know? Yeah, but come on. <laughs> come on. Now Raven has it. Yeah. Serious? Come on, I give mean. me a break. All right, this week in wrestling, raw notes. I got uh, the biggest. Uh, uh, I'll go with the lowest point. Was uh, Ray Mysterio's Seth promo, Ugh. and then Aleister Black attacks him. I gave it a one. It was just, it was terrible. What mm -hmm. were they thinking? Uh, the other one was the MVP lounge with uh, Drew. Ugh. I gave that one a one. 
uh, I, I understand the buildup. I really do. But th- this was just bad. Terrible. Um, the highest I got was Oscar versus Charlotte. I gave that a three and a half. Very, very good match. Uh, the other one close to it was Kevin Owens versus Angel Garza versus Andrade. Andrade yes. getting the win, which he should have gotten. Uh, facing, and he'll face Apollo Crews at uh, Backlash. Overall, uh, well, not uh, side note, sorry. The Iconics, they yeah. improved yes. big time. Yes. Holy shit. Uh-huh. They've improved, and I like this heel Iconics. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, and remember, I never used to like them. I hate Iconic! Them. Iconic. I used to thought it was the dumbest fucking thing, and then now I walk around my house saying, Iconic, and I do that. All right. Uh, <laughs> overall, I gave Raw a 2.1. Rick. You know what, Tony? I totally agree with you. Uh, the low points, MVP Lounge gave it a .5. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, .5. Rey Mysterio, listen, bro. <laughs> you're not good at, at, at talking. It's just yeah. not your forte. And him and Dominic are going to be on Raw next week. It's just, it's just bad. Stop, yeah. please. Yeah. Please stop. Um, high points for me. Three and a half goes to Andrade defeating Garza and Kevin Owens. Great yeah. match. But I disagree with the Charlotte Oscar match. As good as that was, there was a better Charlotte Oscar match. And that was Oscar and Charlotte defeating the Iconics and Sasha and Bailey. I gave that a three and a half as well. Wow. This is showing you that women's wrestling, listen, they can run a show, man. They Sasha can. and Bailey, the Iconics, like you said, oh my God, how great they were. Oscar mm-hmm. and Charlotte. The, the back and forth between them, Asuka, listen, man, Asuka is the best thing going right now. The yeah. the, the way she's dancing around, but yeah. then the seriousness, the fast yeah. pace, everything she, oh, my God, guys. It's a different side of Asuka, too. Oh, man, it's it's a mixture, you know. It, it, yeah. We've seen this side. We've seen yeah. the aggressive side, and she's mixing in this funky, funny side, and she's yeah. putting it together, and it's just, it's go it's going over well. For her. It is. Um, but I do have to say, uh, it was a great night of wrestling when it came to Monday Night Raw. Alistair Black mm-hmm. and Carrillo defeating Murphy in theory. Great match. Um, but the the stuff I didn't like, uh, the decathlon. Why, why did you waste so much time doing oh, that? yeah. But, that, you the, know, I know you didn't I like get, it, Rick. I know. I'm with I know it. what you get. Yeah. I'm with it. But it was still funny. <laughs> no, it was. It was funny to be a one. <laughs> That, that's the way I looked at it. You, you you wasted a lot of my time. The peep show. If it wasn't for Christian, this shit would have sucked. Yeah. Bad, Christian, yeah. listen. I, I always said it. Christian was the better man on the mic. And Christian showed it. <laughs> Edge was forcing out that tear. He was trying hard. He was Good. like, come on. Get out. Yeah. He couldn't get it out. He just stayed on that droopy eyelid of his. Overall, I gave Raw a 2.1, same as you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. On to NXT, POV, Mavia. Um, For me, another solid show for NXT. I'm telling you, this week in wrestling was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highest moments, it was three highest moments. The Brizongo promo, I gave it a three. I love the seriousness and the silliness from them. Yeah. And they're just showing that, you know what, we were silly. But while they were saying that they're not going to be silly anymore, they were silly. So I, yeah. I appreciated that. Uh, Wild, uh, and the Phantasma Drake promo. 
where Wild Mendoza and now Santos mm -hmm. Escobar. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! First of all, I love the look. Unmasking yep. himself, the guy looks good. Gave that mm -hmm. a three. I love how Wild and Mendoza and now. And I would not be surprised is uh, after about a year or so that uh, Phantasma gets called up and joins with Selena's crew. That would be great. Because the thing be is, Phantasma can't speak English. He speaks English yeah. very, very well, yeah. which as you can see. So it's not like he needs help in that department, but for him to join that faction would make it oh, yeah. that much better for sure. Oh, yeah. So. I do want him, though, to wear a mask every time he comes out and then removes it. And then takes it off? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, Andrade used to do that. Andrade used to do that, and I think he yeah. should do that still. They uh, all should. I, if they yeah. form that faction, yeah. they all should. Yeah. And think but about even it this too. one with Wild and Mendoza as well. They should yeah, do that. Yeah, but they think about continue. it too. Think about it. Dude, if I own this, I, I would definitely be telling them that because why? Merchandise. Yeah. You can sell that shit. Make yep. a cheap knockoff. Like, I don't yeah. know why Io Shirai stopped doing that. Yeah. Because she used to do it too. Or yep. sometimes she would carry it in her hand, but sometimes she would have it on and then take it off. Yeah. yeah. And for me, uh, the other high moment, another three, was Indu Cher defeating Delbri and Reed. These mm. guys, they showed, listen, mm. they went up against Jobbers. We knew mm. they were going to win, but the way they won, I was not expecting. That motherfucker jumped off that top rope, got his <laughs> legs up, and hit that perfectly. The yeah. speed when he ran into that turnbuckle and hit the splash. First mm -hmm. of all, listen, Tony, to take a splash hit like that, running at full force, the way he got his arms around, the, yeah. he doesn't make contact with the arms, but it looks like he does. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it, it's just the ferociousness that comes with it that gets my goose pimples pumping. You know, um, but I do have to say the lowest point for me was uh, Dakota Kai defeating Katanzaro. Gave that a one. Uh, Kalen Carter, that attack afterwards was so sloppy. I did not, yeah, it was. did not like it at all. I gave it a one. And, of course, the side note and the best moment of NXT, Scarlet coming out with the hourglass. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are now, you kidding now me? Now, imagine what I said, mentioned earlier, Rick. Her eyes totally black. Yeah. In that, the way it was shot, the lighting, mm -hmm. everything. You're going to tell me you would have been like, what the fuck? You know, she reminds me a lot of Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes. You know? She does. I didn't even think about that until you just said that. Yeah. The yeah. mannerisms and everything. She's, yeah. she's she's doing a great fucking job, man. She's and you, and, and oh. the, well, let me let me go over my stuff and then we'll talk ahead. about that. All right, for me, the lowest point was again Cat Nazaro versus Dakota Kai. I gave it a one and a half, even though it was sloppy. It you know that it was probably the most sloppiest match in the card, anyways. But like you said, Indu Sheer, they were those are big guys. Yeah. Holy shit! But my thing is they're concentrating a little bit too much on that manager. It's like, I think yeah. they need to bring it back a little bit. Concentrate more mm -hmm. on the guys. Show them how much of a badass this team is. And then, you know, that guy, if he's the mouthpiece, let him be the mouthpiece, but don't let him be the center of attention. And I'm, I'm kind of getting that vibe from it. Let's see what happens in, in weeks to come, but you know, I, I just think they need to back up a little bit. Uh, the highest point, I got a couple of them. It was uh, Phantasma and the Drake. That whole scenario, what happened with that, I gave it a two and a half. 
and uh, I, the Gargano the the intergender match. I gave that a two and a half. It wasn't that bad for you know for that. Um, and uh, Adam Cole versus Dexter Loomis. I gave that a two and a half. Of course, um, I I changed it when the whole carrying cross uh, or or Scarlet thing happened. Yeah. A perfect ending for a wrestling show. She didn't have to say a fucking thing. Yep. And it was like, still, you knew exactly where it was coming from. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This That whole thing, like you said, it was... It, <laughs> Khaleesi vibe to it. And now I can't get that out of my head. But let me ask you a question. And this I had to put this as a side note, even though we're talking about it now. Is this too soon for Cross to go for the belt? No, because the way I look at it is... You take it off of Adam Cole, you have this guy run rub shot for a year, comes up, mm-hmm. just gives up the belt, doesn't lose, holds on to that yeah. belt. And I, and I, I think that's I the best think way Killer to go for Cross, it. I think Killer Cross needs to be undefeated too. Yeah. Like for the long like it like and I'll be honest, the on the on the pay per view against Gargano, like when he was getting offense on on uh, on uh, carrying cross I kept calling him Killer Cross. Uh, I cringed a little bit. I was like, oh, no, I didn't want to see that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because no, you want, you. because you, number one, he's a big dude. He's 6'4, I think, or 6'5. He's a tall, big guy. Yep. And the way they're making him look to be is a beast. And yeah. I just didn't want to see, I didn't want to see a weakness from him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just didn't. And. When that happened, I was just like, oh, no, don't, 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 don't. You know, kind of. Yeah, so, let me throw this at you. The the cross jacket finisher, do you think he should have a powerful finisher or the submission is fine? I No, he needs a power finish. Yeah. Uh, definitely a power. Yeah, because that, the submission finish, even though it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Um, because it kind of knocks them out. Yeah. But he can still do something, a power move that can still be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I think it, they got something really good with uh, Karrion Cross. I just hope they just don't fuck it up. But like I said, he's got to be undefeated for a very, very long time. Yeah. If anybody's going to take this belt off of Adam Cole, it's got to be him. And the run, the way, he wasn't even in this damn show. And he st- it was still... Yeah, you we're know? talking about him. Look exactly. how long we're talking about him. Exactly. You know, he wasn't even in it at all. So it's it's. So what does that tell you? You know, yeah. Scarlet needs to be with him for sure. Yes. The whole thing. It it was just great. I loved it. Um, yeah. Overall, I gave NXT a two point three five. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, AEW. Uh, Dynamite. Um, the high point for me. <laughs> Was FTR defeating the Butcher and the Blade? I gave that a two and a half. Um, mm-hmm. My lowest point was the aftermath of this tag team match. Um, this little brawl that all these tag teams came out. Um, Kenny Omega, what the hell were you wearing? This dude came out with some baggy shorts, a regular ass t shirt. That's just not it. And you know what, Tony? I want to put Kenny Omega shorts. In the book. You cannot come out with some New Balance sneakers. I know you're in Florida. <laughs> but. What what incarnation are you wearing bro? Kenny Omega sneakers? 
No, his shorts. His shorts, for sure. This was shorts? this was okay. bad. So, uh, Kenny Shorts! You just made the book! <laughs> um, the other low moment was a one for MJF's promo. I, listen, everybody gasses this guy up as a great heel and a great yeah. promo. Tony, I don't see it. I see a guy he, pretending he to be a heel. Yeah. I, he does do great promos, though. I, I give him like that. Him. I give him that. But there's, there's, but lately, I will say this: I, about a month or so, it's been like a hit and miss with his promos. Wow. But normally, he's really, really good with his promos. But I think I'd say the past month, month or so, it's been like a hit or miss with yeah. his promos. Yeah. Yeah. So overall. I gave AEW a 1.8 this week. Not not wow. that great, not that bad. It wow. Just, ugh, could have been better. See, we, you know, great minds think alike. I'm almost there with you. Uh, my lowest point for me, take a wild guess. Sammy Guevara versus Colt Cabana, I gave it a point five. I told you, anytime I see a segment with Colt Cabana in it, I am... T- no. Fuck that. Son of a bitch. I can't stand him. And it's your fault, Rick. Uh, the <laughs> highest the highest moment I have was FTR versus Butcher and the Blade. I gave it a two and a half. Even though it was long, it yep. was very, very long, it was still an entertaining match, an average match. Um, I'm also putting something in the book, and it has to be said, it's been going on way, way too long, and it gotten worse today uh, during this uh, Sammy Guevara and Colt Cabana match. But Sammy Guevara's something about Mary Hair is going in the book. <laughs> Come on, man. That thing was like, oh. Yeah. And it is looked that like hair something gel? about, yeah, is that hair gel? <laughs> oh, let me get some. You know, and then, <laughs> so yeah, Sammy Guevara's something about Mary Hair is going in the book. All right. Sammy Guevara's something about Mary Hair. You just read the book. <laughs> there you go. And uh, overall, almost similar to yours, Rick. I gave AEW a 1.7. Wow. And you know what? I also have to mention this about uh, AEW. Um, Cody defeating Quinn. Why is he fighting a tag team guy? He's been fighting tag teams yeah. since he did this open challenge. And speaking of tag teams, why is QT and Dustin getting a tag team title shot? Exactly. Uh, no sense. Why is Bunny with QT? Yeah. I don't... Wasn't she with uh, the Butcher and the Butcher Blade? Butcher and the Blade. I don't no, get it. No explanation on that. No. And again, I'm sorry, but I mean, the guys that's been in the business, and I know I sound like a broken damn record, but it is true. AEW is only... And I don't want to say that old saying. is not... A, yeah, it's not about who you know, but it's who you blow. But it's... They're putting over their own family, their own yeah. friends. And that's all. This isn't AEW. You're supposed to be like, uh, you know, come on, give me a break. Cody's going over all the damn time. If he's not going over, he's on the show all the damn time. The Young Bucks are on the show all the time. Kenny Omega's on the show all the time. Dustin, like you said, Jericho. What, what dictated him to get a title shot, a tag team title shot, him and QT Marshall? What? Know. How did that happen? And like you said, what happened with Bunny? Why is she all of a sudden with QT Marshall and not with Butcher and the Blade? No explanation on that at all. Come on, man. 
So it is not time for the. Well, I'm just saying they wonder why we are the way we are with AEW. Well, we'll we'll find out right now. But AEW will be like, oh, it's a good show. I still like them. (laughs) They're better than WWE, but yet they can't even beat WWE in the damn ratings. Come on, man. Let's go into the Wednesday Night Delight where NXT is ahead 22 to AEW's 10. Um, this week, the gentleman from Wrestling POV Global voted, TJ Logan and Elio Canella, voted in favor of NXT. And I don't see me or you going against them. Um, for me, for <laughs> sure, NXT was the better show. Um, yeah. I, so they closed I give it them... out a hell of a lot better than AEW oh, yeah. did. Oh, definitely. So uh, I give NXT the the win this week. So NXT is going to go ahead 23 to AEW's 10. It is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. And uh, I think we can all agree on what was the highest moment of SmackDown. And Mm -hmm. that was AJ Styles defeating Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental title. I gave this match a four. Um, Oh, wow. It was a very long match, but it was a match that was entertaining from beginning to end. Nonetheless, it gave you the high-flying action. It gave you the speed. It gave you power. And it also gave you technical wrestling, something that I've been missing for a very long time. The lowest point for me, I guess you can guess this one too, Sheamus and Jeff contract signing, point five. First of all, Jeff Hardy's a fucking horse. How much pee did he pee in that fucking bottle? There is no way a man could pee that much. I in mean, that short of time. In that short of time. And let's not forget, the man didn't even wash his hands. We're in the middle of a pandemic. This guy's holding his PP on live TV. Terrible segment. Throwing the piss in Seamus' face. Not good. I do have to say, though... Uh, well, I can I can give you the whole show right here. Braun and Heavy Machinery defeating Miz and Morrison gave that a one. Tucker, poor Tucker, man. <laughs> the Tucker, third he, wheel. He, he he lost his singlet. They just said, "Fuck it." Tucker just said, "I'm gonna go out and show and fucking uh, th- these little skippies and see if anybody has anything to say." No tape on his wrist. He's like, "Fuck it." What? No one cares. Oh, uh, Bailey and Sasha's promo was terrible. Gave that a one. Uh, Nakamura Cesaro defeating New Day. What's this mean? Tag team title shot at Backlash, possibly. Gave yeah. that a two. Um, overall, though, because of this four. SmackDown also has a 2.1. So all three shows oh, wow. from WWE have a 2.1. Wow. But I'm telling you right now, SmackDown is not winning this week. Uh, <laughs> Tony, what's your thoughts? Well, the highest moment for me was that AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. I gave it a 3. And the reason why I gave it a 3 is because it did went a little bit too long for TV. Mm-hmm. Now, just what I just said, it was too long for TV. It wouldn't have been too long for a pay-per-view, though. Absolutely, so, I agree. It, you know, so think about it this way. You know, and we always talk about momentum. Um, it, for me, it's like I'm all into the match. I'm into the match, and then commercial. What? No. <sighs> so that kind of it affected the rating, my rating. Yeah. So I, that's why I gave it a three. The lowest, again, like you said, it, it was the Sheamus and, and Jeff Hardy signing. I gave it a one. The Sasha and Bailey promo, I gave that a one. 
Overall, I gave uh, SmackDown a 1.9, and I'm also adding, uh, well, I am putting something in the book, but uh, my side note is, and I've asked you this before, uh, should the AJ versus Daniel Bryan be saved for the pay-per-view? My answer is yes. Absolutely, I agree. Hearing, hearing that the reason why it wasn't on the pay-per-view was because it didn't want to take away from the from the Orton and Edge match. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Since when does pay-per-views is based on one damn storyline? And that storyline better not close out the show. We know it is. <sighs> yeah. Uh, apparently, the unedited version of that match, because they already did this match, uh, I think last week or something like that, um, apparently the unedited version was 35 minutes long. Oh, my God. Unedited, though. Unedited. So, hopefully, they'll edit it to where it's like a shorter match than that. But 35 minutes unedited. Oh, man. That's going to be a long one. Um, Yeah. And going another entrant into the book is Jeff Hardy's one-gallon dehydrated piss jar. All right. (laughs) That's going in the book. Because just like you said, there is no way in God's green earth can any human being piss that much in that short a time. And not only that, now these guys are athletes. They should be drinking water like crazy. And it shouldn't be looking when when piss is like that. That means you're dehydrated. Yep. (laughs) It was so dark. And I know why they did it, but Jesus, be realistic a little bit, people. So, yeah, Jeff Hardy's one-gallon dehydrated piss jar is going in the book this week. All right, Jeff Hardy's one-gallon dehydrated piss jar. You just read the book. (laughs) All right, it is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, Raw is ahead six to NXT's two to SmackDown's one. And now I have all three shows rated at 2.1. I mm-hmm. can automatically eliminate SmackDown because SmackDown, the reason why they got a 2.1 is because the four that I gave AJ mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan. Um, when I look at these two shows, I gave NXT uh, higher mark, less low marks than I did for Raw. Like I gave Seth and Mysterious promo 0.5, MVP Lounge a 0.5, but I, didn't, I gave only 1.5 of NXT and I just thought NXT from beginning to end was the overall better show. I think the the Santos Escobar and the, the Scarlet Bordeaux part was great in the share. The Brizango promo. Uh, the Rhea Ripley Robert Stone promo didn't get any love, but I that was also really <laughs> good. Um, so I am going to go with NXT this week in the better show. Okay. Well, the one thing I won't agree with is that NXT started better than Raw. I think Raw started better than NXT. Oh, uh, definitely with Oscar, did. Sh- yeah. uh, Sasha, and Bailey, that whole thing with the Iconics and setting up. I think as far as a go-home show for the pay-per-view, Raw did it uh, a lot. They did good. Um, but NXT closed it out. Uh, they closed it. We haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. You know, a clo- to close a show like that, no words. It was all show. And mm-hmm. it still told a story. Even though I did like the Oscar versus Charlotte match as the main event, I gave it a three and a half. I agree with you. I'll go with NXT this week only because of 
a couple things. Uh, the Phantasma, the whole that storyline broke out that day, and you know the the, the carrying cross. He wasn't even there, and we we're talking yeah. about him more than we're talking about Scarlet, who's the, who did all the work. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Raw is now ahead six to NXT's three to SmackDown's one. Mm-hmm. Tony, it is now time to make our predictions. For the yes. Backlash pay-per-view. The Backlash pay-per-view. And, of course, uh, if you've been listening to the show, we did say that we are not going to do the NXT, pay- uh, NXT the uh, pay-per-view points game until there is live tapings. Not live tapings. Sorry. Jesus. Until it's a live, live crowd. Live show. Not a live. Uh, not a taping. Uh, like I said, they already did the Jeff Hardy match. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Um, the Randy Orton and, and, and Edge match already. So we're just trying to make it fair, but we are going to go over it and give our predictions. And hopefully soon we'll start having our pay-per-view points game. And uh, we, we'll uh, re-explain how we decide uh, to catch up, basically, yeah. uh, to get 12 pay-per-views in by the end of the year. All right, so uh, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Rick, who you got on this one? You know, this whole storyline is horrible. I hate it. I don't enjoy yeah. it at all. I, I agree don't with like you. the. First of all, what Jeff Hardy has gone through in his life should not mm-hmm. be made a mockery. Addiction is it a shouldn't. serious issue. Yeah. Um, and this is not an issue he's conquered yet. You know, yeah. he just got arrested not, not too, too long, long ago. ago. So it's not okay to be making these jokes about his family, about his daughters Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I'm against this. The whole driving and hitting uh, Elias. Just wrap this shit up. Uh, I know they're not because they got to figure out who hit Elias with the car. Um, I do have to mention. I was told that that was a legit, uh, like he's legit injured. Yeah. So that's why they did that part of the storyline. So that way it, it, you know, kind of takes him out. So. Yeah, if you gave me a couple of seconds, I was going to say that I forgot to no, mention my injury took too report, long. Took um, too long. that Elias is actually injured. But, yeah. You took too long. Um, I, I got to Should have go been in with, your injuries anyway. It should have been, but you know what? Jeff Hardy's going to win this match. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I think Jeff is going to win it. Something, I think something is, is going to happen in this match. Somebody's going to interfere or something. I don't know. I'm going with Jeff Hardy. Uh, the United States, yeah, the United States Championship, uh, Apollo Cruz versus Andrade. Who you got? Well, I'll I'll go. It's uh, okay. Apollo Cruz is winning. It's his first title defense. Uh, yeah, you got to give it to him. But I think they are going to have a really damn good match. I think they're going to have a do. great match too. And I think because we're talking about they may be changing the title, that why mm. not give it to Andrade and Andrade changes it up. Um, but he already had it, but and, and you can't do that to Apollo. Apollo yeah. just got it, so I, I gotta got to go with it. Apollo. Uh, the Women's Tag Team Championship, Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics. Who you got, I can't Rick? see. I can't see them giving it to Alexa and, and Cross. Not again. Speaking of which, we got two crosses, Nikki Cross, Karrion Cross. A little, oh. a little thing right there. Um mm-hmm. But I do have to say, um, you cannot give it to the Iconics either. Why not? Because they're, they just, are they going to go off with, we've beaten uh, Sasha and Bailey twice. Iconic! <laughs> I can't see that again. There's nothing wrong with um, that. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm going to go They've with Sasha changed. and Bailey. 
They've, they have. They've not changed as far as looks go, but their whole attitude, everything has changed. Even the way they wrestle has changed. Yeah, but no, I got to go so, with Sasha and Bailey. I can, you can't take away the belts that fast. You you going with Sasha and Bailey? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they just got them too. So, yeah, I'll go with Sasha and Bailey. Even though, for some reason, deep down inside, I think the Iconics are going to take it. But if I was a betting man, like if this was the pay-per-view points game, I would go with Bailey and Sasha. But something tells me the Iconics are going to take it. Uh, all right. Up next, the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus Nia Jax. Now, I heard a rumor that whoever wins this match, Charlotte was going to be involved and go for the title. Jesus. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, people signed a petition to stop giving Charlotte championships. <laughs> she should be taking she a shouldn't step be involved. back for, yeah, 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 just for a while. Have, put her in a different storyline. This is, is this, yeah, this is getting a little bit too much. Uh, is it on me or you? On you, me, Oscar's. Yes. You got to keep it on Oscar. So, and I, I think this is another match. Somebody's going to interfere. Just to protect Nia Jax. Um, but I, I'm giving it to Asuka. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go with Asuka. I think the Green Mist is going to make a return. Mm. And that's going to be the way she we takes out. We haven't seen out, that in a uh, while. You really think they're going to do that with the whole COVID thing? I mean, why not? <laughs> it's wrestling. <laughs> right? <laughs> For the Universal Championship, Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. <laughs> Jesus I can't believe Tony, I even just this said is... that. This is terrible. Um, I wish John Morrison and Miz win. I yeah. wish Otis cashes in because I'd rather have Otis as champ than have mm. Braun you think Strowman. cash it in? I hope so. I'm sick <laughs> of Braun Strowman as champ. I hope Bray Wyatt makes a return. Mm. Ooh. Bray Wyatt makes a return as the Fiend and attacks Braun, and that's what when Otis cashes in. Could be. But wouldn't that make Otis look a little bit heelish? I mean, that's the opportunity of a lifetime. True, true. I mean, CM Punk did it to Edge, right? Yeah. He cashed in after Edge got Batista bombed, and yeah. CM Punk was yeah. a face then. So, tomato, tomato, Tony Tiny. Yeah. yeah, potato, potato. All right, wait, so who are you picking? I'm picking Braun Strowman to win, and then Bray Wyatt to defeat him, be, bring and him that- down as the Fiend, and then Otis cashes in. Mm, that could be interesting. Uh, but I'll agree with you. Yeah, I'm going to go with Braun. He'll, he'll retain. Uh, up next, the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Who you got? You know, I honestly forgot about this match. Like, like <laughs> with everything going on, like, hasn't Drew McIntyre beaten Bobby Lashley like six weeks in a row? I mean. <laughs> That's what it looks like, right? Right. I mean, now we got the Master Lock Challenge back with Bobby Lashley. I know, right? Um. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. I know people want Bobby Lashley to win yeah. so he can do like a thing with Brock. You cannot do that to Drew McIntyre. Have yeah. a shorter reign than Kofi Kingston. Come on. That's a shorter true. title reign than Jinder yeah. Mahal? No way. Mm. Drew McIntyre wins because of interference from Lana. Oh, okay. I'll, 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 you know, I was going to pick Lashley on this too because I think Lashley deserves it. He's waited long enough. You know, especially when they kept saying, you know, they kept throwing it out there that it's been however many years, uh, nine years or something like that before you won a title. Um, but you know what? What you just said, I didn't even think about that until you just said it. So, yeah, I'll go with Drew with interference with Lana. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, now, oh my God, finally, the greatest match ever: Edge versus Randy Orton. Who you got? This is this is. Ugh, I can't even get the words out to say how. Well, I'm much picking I Edge. Don't want to see this match. <laughs> you pick an Edge. I'm picking. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. Ugh, <laughs> I'm going with Orton. I I, I can't say Edge is gonna win a wrestling match. I'm sorry. There's no way. When it comes down to wrestling itself, well, Orton to lose is the two in a row too. That's true. Yeah, think about it. To lose two yep. in a row. Yeah. No. All right. So that that is your backlash pay per view. Um, again, guys, if you got any comments or questions, throw it on our Facebook page. We'll be happy to answer any kind of questions you got. Okay. May I please have your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. Ah, well, we're almost done with the show any damn way. <laughs> Let's go over the book, Rick. Yes, open up El Libro. All right, for those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and uh, we just get a kick out of it to get a laugh out of from me, from you, from Rick, from Global, from MMA, all this shit that we got out there. But we want to make everybody laugh, and we, put, we do. When we say ridiculous... It's ridiculous. So we just put, like, what, three of them in today? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. He wasn't go even on. Go fuck yourself. Fuck him. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> Kofi's Goldilocks. That stays. Garza's cousin Speedos. That stays. Alistair Black's hairy nipples. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it stays. Stay. <laughs> Unless he shaves them, I think that's the only way he gets out. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. I still mm, want to keep it in mm. there just to say it. And like, every time I say it, I just think about the. Oh my god! Uh, coronavirus. That I mean, that has to stay. It has to stay until yeah. Uh, Braun's caterpillar. We could take it out. I, I, I'm done take talking it out? about Braun. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm just too. so sick of yeah, Braun we'll Strowman. Take, we'll take it out. Look, it's coming right off right now as we speak. Uh, Natalia's acting. We could take her out too because really, she, well, she hasn't she, been on. Yeah, she hasn't she'll be on. back. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Fidel Cody. Fidel Cody stays. That Cuban stays. Mother- All right, and the rest are pretty much the uh, new entrance into the book. Jeff Hardy's one-gallon dehydrated piss jar. That stays. That's nasty. <laughs> that is just disgusting. Sammy Guevara's something about Mary here. Is that Thanks. hair gel? And uh, the other, the last entrant into the book is Kenny Omega's shorts. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you even put that in there. It's All right. Terrible. So, uh, yeah. So that's it for the show, folks. Uh, just tune in next week as we'll, uh, of course, go over the uh, backlash pay-per-view. And, of course, whatever hot tag news is out there and whatever you guys want us to talk about. The uh, Facebook polls, hater comments, and comment of the week, and which we didn't even do this week. We didn't do yeah, a hater comment. I mean, yeah, it was a it was a peaceful week. But do go to wohw.com and purchase a book that Kenny Casanova written for like guys like Tito Santana, Kamala, yeah. Vader, uh, Sabu, Dangerous Danny Davis, and more. Check it out at wohw.com. I got you there, Kenny Casanova. I got you. Yeah. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, just throw it in our Facebook page, and we'll talk about it, too. And then uh, we might make fun of you. Uh, that's just what we do. So, yeah. So, with that right. being said, yeah. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah sure. Right. <laughs> with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rex Randall the third, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Adios. All right, love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. And of course, we end the show with a song from my playlist. And uh, it's just for you to beat the uh, Wrestling POV crew. Uh, just like a friendly game, I guess. And uh, But I'm the with, best at uh, it. Yeah. I don't know what you just said, but yeah. So, I'm the uh, best. <laughs> All right. We ready? Yes. All right. The Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior. Wow. We don't know the right. No one's beating that time. No one! <laughs>